We are back. It is Kiddush Club News for Jews back with another episode. It was an action-packed week, so I think we got to dive right into the news. A lot to get to, by the way. A lot. We have a lot on the agenda. Let's see if we could get to all of it. We're going to start right away. Talk to me. Okay. We got to start with the Kanye issue. We spoke about it in the last episode. You're not Jewish if you don't know what's going on with Kanye. Everybody is talking about what's going on with Kanye, better known as Ye, I suppose now. Yes. All right. We we shouldn't be calling him Kanye. Right. I saw some article that the says- The artist formerly known as right, Kanye. Right. <laughs> and someone did a, a, a an analysis and they found that the right wing media calls him Kanye and the left wing calls him Ye. I don't know what to make of that. I'll tell you what to make of it. Go. The liberal media and the left is very conscious of- what you want they 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 want to cater to you as much as they can and the right wing is we don't care this is how you're known it is what it is nobody i don't know what yay is so those are the two sides right <laughs> yay you say <laughs> i say nay <laughs> but 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 wouldn't you say that that's accurate like the liberals right, they want to cater to you you well, want to be what or, you, or they be whatever you want to be they're much of the creative art artistry okay more than the, I'll the take right that. is that is that what it is i suppose i think i yeah i could i could right. accept that you want to be you you want you want to identify as a couch for today you're good i hear that we're going to start off with this clip for those who haven't heard it here it is the thing about it me and adidas is like i could literally say anti-semitic and they can't drop me I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Now what? Breaking news this morning. Adidas confirming it is ending its lucrative partnership with Kanye West. Yeah, so Kanye said that Adidas couldn't drop him. And you know, there's a, special, he wanted. there's a special satisfaction when he actually does get dropped, right? So he got dropped from right, Adidas. Right. <laughs> and he lost... Uh, it's so great. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time, well, well, first go. He, he got dropped by Adidas. Uh, first, he got dropped by his creative talent yes. agency. They also got dropped by Balenciaga. Got dropped by Gap. And on Adidas, he said it couldn't happen. Then it happened. It it erased Forbes. Said it erased at least a billion dollars off of his net worth. And now, why is that? By the way, because he's worth oh, he's worth two billion dollars prior, right? He's right. worth two billion dollars, but why? Because when they say he's worth it. They're including what the value of the deal is with Adidas. Let's say a certain X amount of revenue times X amount of years, and that's how they calculated. So they have like a seven, guarantee seven for him deal. to make yes. a certain amount of money, exactly, and they can just terminate that whenever they want. Apparently, no, I'm sure they can't, and I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit. But they're they're going to make a claim and say, you know, he's insane. He was he was destroying the value of the brand. So saying he's in breach of the contract. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. And one thing to note is that Adidas. And Puma were both started by Germans, brothers, uh, th th right at World War II time. And they, Adidas actually manufactured weapons during World War II. They, they manufactured clothing for the Hitler Youth. Which company is this? Adidas. Really? Yes. Well, we know they're a German company. And they were totally We Nazis. didn't know that. I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that they were. But, no, but to be fair, it's very easy to say, oh, well, they were Nazis, they were Nazis. But then again, when Hitler comes a-knocking... And you have a factory, you can't exactly tell the Fuhrer, no, 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 I'm not going to make your clothing for the Hitler Youth. Right. Although he did join, that brother who started Adidas, I forget his name, he did join the Hitler Youth. But they say that he wasn't really an anti-Semite. And there was a guy who testified on his behalf after the war, 
he he went on trial for you know as many of the Germans did. He testified so that the he, Adidas founder went on trial after yes. the Holocaust. Yes, that's fascinating. And the the well, I'm sure he's not around anymore. He's dead. No, he's around. No, he's come on, eight thousand years old. No, he's right. not around. Okay, okay. Actually, no, you're right. He could be around. He could have right. been. This is Holocaust survivors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, by the way, and Adidas was it was founded by Adolf <laughs> Adolf Adi, his nickname Adi. Adolf it was his first name. I, that's where it comes from, Adidas? Yeah. Adolf Dasser. Dassler, sorry. Adolf Dassler. So it's A-D and D-A-S. No, I don't get it. Well, his nickname was Addy, A-D-I. Oh, Addy, Addy for Adolf. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and Dassler Adidas. Adidas, Oh, this yeah. is very clever. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the, he had a Jewish guy who testified on his behalf saying he hid him during the Holocaust, and he, he saved him. So there was a good Adolf, also. Sup- supposedly. We don't know how much is true, how much is not true. Maybe this guy got paid off. We don't know anything. But my point is, is if you are a company that is like trying to make sure people don't associate you with anti-Semitism, <laughs> and anti-Semitism you kind of This is the right to, PR move yeah, for Adidas. You kind of have to cut ties yeah. with Kanye. So, yeah. You have to wonder what that meeting was like. <laughs> You know, they're sitting around the table and they have to be like, you know, guys, I think we need to do it. I think we need to cut Kanye. And they said it was worth, they're going to lose just this year, $250 million in revenue just this year, Adidas. That's crazy. I wonder where is that business going? Because people are buying shoes. The question is who are they buying it from? I'll tell you who they're not going to buy Yeezy shoes from. Who? Skechers. Oh, you saw that. Yes. That's funny. Kanye walked right in. And just said, like, demanded a meeting, and yes. then security came, <laughs> yes. and they're like, uh, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, out. So he he walked in unannounced, unplanned, no meeting scheduled. I'm Kanye. Which, you if know? you think about it, before any of this went down, that's your dream as a shoemaker or a business oh, owner. Sure. Just Kanye West walks into your business and says, "Let me make you a billion dollars. Let's make a deal." Right. But unfortunately, so it looks like he's getting canceled. He's totally getting canceled. Is he? Is is it going to last? What's it going to be? It's hard to say. But Spotify is still playing his music. I will tell you that. Uh, that would be a really fatal blow. No, it wouldn't because they Why? they make so artists make so little well, when money. You're talking off of Spotify. about hundreds of millions of plays, it's, at it, least. It's relatively. It's not a it's huge. It's money. Number. It's money. The artists it's go on the platform. Dollars. And don't forget, by the way, don't feel bad for him. He's worth at least four or five hundred million dollars. Right. Actual worth, not like net worth, you know, in 10 years from now. He's worth, he's got four or 500 million between his real estate portfolio, his cash, everything else. He's worth a lot well, of Don't money. worry, my heart was not bleeding. Yeah, my heart wasn't bleeding for, for Kanye him. West. But um, here's the thing that I want to like just delve into a second. So he's getting canceled and he's getting canceled for anti-Semitism. And something about it is just not rubbing me right. Like I feel like it's a little scary that someone's getting this canceled, someone so high profile is getting so canceled all because of the Jewish community. I agree and it, it's, 100%. It's scary to me. I agree 100% for two reasons. Number one, because it looks like the Jews really do have a secret space laser. No, 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 that's not true. <laughs> like the Jews control everything. Why? Why? And that's what that's what I feel, I, I kind of feel like a lot of the you know, African-American community are going to feel like, whoa, you know, they, they just took one of... He was... I. I think he said he was like the richest black man 
in America ever or something like that. But and I now- think everyone can see that Kanye did this to himself. That's number one. I'm, I'm like, I'm countering your point because he did this to himself. Nobody forced him to, to get into the anti-Semite space. You know, you have to watch your words when you're on that level of celebrity. Yeah, but, he, he also doubled down and tripled down. Right, and he went back and he went back again. But also at the same time, I'm a little afraid because I feel like it's just not a it's not a good look for Jews. Agreed. Agreed. You know? Agreed. We, we can't be the Me Too movement. It just can't happen. Agreed. Because that'll just step up everything. You only create more anti-Semitism in that space. So on one on one hand, people are taking a lesson and they'd be like, whoa. I'm not going to say anti-Semitic remarks, but what's the sentiment going to be? The sentiment's going to be like, oh, I don't like Jews. A hundred percent. And then you have the other thing that Ben said, we played the clip in the last episode, where he says, you know, the the implication is is that, you know, he's friends with Trump. He was dabbling with people on the right, very good friends with Candace Owens. Like we mentioned, she works for Ben Shapiro, the Daily Wire. If this was someone on the left, would the same thing have happened? I mean, Ilhan Omar has said just as bad types of things and she's a congressperson nothing happened to her right that's true Kanye West has lost everything I don't know I don't see it going good for anybody on any side of any aisle at this point when you're at this level of like just flat out anti-semitic remarks Ilhan Omar could she could have wiggled out of it a lot of different ways it was not so overt yeah and she didn't double down she did quasi apologize but Kanye just is like yeah I'm gonna be anti-semitic as anti-semitic as I want Right, and nobody could do a thing about it, and then he was obviously mistaken about that. Did you see that clip put out by Russell Simmons? I did see that clip. That was great. It was an amazing clip. I mean, he's not exactly our biggest role model. He he got me too. I mean, there's many, many, many people who have I don't know. You know what? I, I, charges I, against saw, I saw the clip, and I'm like, okay, good message. Love the message. 100%. And he called great out message. like Jewish Jewish people by name. Yes, called out And Jewish he was like, I did name. business with this Jewish person and that other Jewish person. But he And he was saying how like you can see how the Jewish community just – supports one another and 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 does business with each other and it's a it's he was looking on the community with a great deal of favor i mean it's really weird because then he he did another interview since and uh listen what he said jealous of the fact of how they don't abort their babies i'm jealous of the fact of how they stay with their wives i'm jealous of the fact of how they do business together i'm jealous of the fact of how they read their contracts and understand their contracts i'm jealous of the fact i'm jealous of the way uh jewish people do business I'm envious that they turn their phones off on friday night and the family comes together i want my people to rise up like the jewish people i'm a competitor so it's weird because in that interview, he, he's kind of saying all the things that are great about Jews. And at the same time, he's, I don't know if he's trying to say he's not an anti-Semite because he's jealous, but I would argue the opposite. I like the fact that he said, I'm a competitor. I like that idea. But I don't think anybody really thinks that he hates Jews, actually. No, I kind of think he hates Jews. Do you? I think <laughs> I do, he hates yeah. individuals. I don't think he hates the Jewish people. I think you can look on the Jewish people with envy and say... They've got a lot going on. Why isn't that in my community? And I think that's what's going on in his mind. I don't think he actually hates Jewish people. This is how I feel. Okay, you could feel like that, but I mean, he had the chance. To that just doesn't say, make his. That doesn't make the things he said okay. Right. Right. They're but, not okay. But he could have just said, "Listen, I I love the Jewish people. I hate X." You know, Pierce Morgan gave him a lot, a lot of, of openings, opportunity, yeah. and he he wouldn't do it. 
so as I was saying, Spotify is not removing his music for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know any word on on concerts or whatever. And by the way, you know about one of his albums is called Yeezus, right? Yes. I mean, I didn't know, but now I know. I know because <laughs> of Ellie Leibowitz's tweet. What a great tweet. Excellent tweet. Ellie Leibowitz, shout out to Ellie Leibowitz. We interviewed him in episode Wait, wait, let me read it. it. What does it say? Great. Now people are going to say that the Jews killed Yeezus, <laughs> which is the name of his album. It's yes. a great tweet. And we had a great... Um, Episode with Ellie Lee Woods. Make sure to go back. Is it 21? Yes, yes. Go back, listen to episode 21. Really funny. Ellie's just, he's amazing. He's great. He's great. Good job, Ellie. But I want to pull it back to Candace Owens, by the way. I I don't think I'm ever listening to Candace Owens anymore. I'm not a cancel culture guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you want to cancel her in your world, it seems like. Yes. But I'll tell you why. I was okay when she defended him. I understand he's her friend. I get it. I get it. Maybe she understands his medical issue. Maybe she knows for a fact that he's not an anti-Semite. Right. Then that's valid. I get that. I get that. Then I saw this tweet that she put out. And then that's when I said, you know what? I'm writing her off. In this tweet from Candace Owens, and by the way, she works for Ben Shapiro, as we said, you see a from Jewish woman in a tichel. And this is what Candace wrote. I have been fielding threats for two weeks straight. How is it possible that any person is allowed to openly message, quote, don't mess with the Jews? end quote, to me. Rachel Leia is just one of many who have been openly threatening me and many other black podcasters. Why is this okay? There's so much to unpack with that tweet. <laughs> I mean, first of all, she's uh, Rachel Leia. Yes, is, is a young from woman. Who's the, just taking up the Jewish cause, yes, right? And, and she, if I had to imagine the most unthreatening person on the planet, it would be her. And then that her name's Rachel Leah, it like triples the amount of unthreateningness. And Candace Owens is like, oh my God, I'm being threatened by Rachel Leah. So, so, you know, if you you're not me? In, if you're not in the Jewish community, maybe you don't know that. Maybe you don't understand oh, come on. The, the genre of the Jewish housewife, which is, like you said, very unthreatening. Not unthreatening. It's so maybe Candace Owens doesn't really realize how non-threatening the standard Jewish housewife is, <laughs> right. it's not her culture. It's not her... Standard Jewish housewife in a tickle. And she thought she was threatening. She's not coming after you. Don't worry. Come on. Also, she didn't say much. Don't mess with the Jews is not a threat. Right. Like, you know? She's not saying anything crazy. You shouldn't mess with the Jews. And it is what it is. And not for anything... Like, did have we heard of any incidents of Jews of Jewish housewives <laughs> coming after after black people? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what no. we did hear of is many incidents of you know anti-Semitic acts since this whole Kanye thing came out. Yes, and yeah. you know where that's taking place, especially on the train. Yes, the subway. Yeah, New York City subways are. It's a. It's a no. It's a non-safe. Wait, we're zone. gonna get to that. Don't bring that up yet. We're gonna. We're gonna pull to that soon. Right. I just wanted to mention one other thing: the Babylon Bee which is a, a, a parody site, a, a, a satire site, uh, only because I love references to this. They had a, you know, they, their articles are fake. So they put out an article and the headline is Kanye incinerated by Jewish space laser. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. It's it. perfect bringing it all together. I love it. I love it. All Laundry the nonsense Green, that those they... Who don't know, that's something she said. Another anti-Semite, but uh, I just love that one. Speaking of Ben Shapiro... Uh, I don't know if you saw this article. So the New York Post got hacked. So the the I saw something about that today. I didn't. I wasn't in time to see all the fake stories. <laughs> right. So their website got hacked. Their Twitter got hacked, and somebody posted like very very bad, obviously fake, 
articles, but among other things, they posted a fake article by Ben Shapiro titled, We Must Assassinate AOC for America. And I'm like, why? Why do you have to go after Ben Shapiro? But it's great that they did go after him. Like, that makes him only more validated. No, you, you know why? I don't like it. Why? Because a year from now, two years from now, you're going to have all these people who are going to be like, oh, yeah, Ben Shapiro, he's the guy who called for AOC's assassination. No, no these yeah, things they're going to stick. It got deleted. The tweet's gone. They did get deleted. But the internet doesn't forget, my friend. The internet does not forget. It's, true. it's there. It's a People, scary reality. Yes. And then they, and then the conspiracy theorists are going to be like, oh, yeah, you can't find it on the internet because the Jews deleted it all. It was <laughs> they there. They scrubbed it. They scrubbed it. Exactly. Okay. Coming back to the subways, tell us what, what, what did you want to tell us about the subway system? But what I was saying before about the subway is- You're talking about the subways in New York City. Yes. Which is considered one of the best subway systems in the world, if not the best, right? What do you mean best? Define best. You could get anywhere in the city. Yeah, it, it's, it's always it's, on time. Yes, it's, it's I don't dependable. Know, always, but no, it's very dependable. Yeah, it is. It's good. It's I, very I think good. I think I'm spoiled. You are. You know, I don't know what, but I can't imagine like every other city. There's a schedule in New York City. There's no schedule. We you, you want to talk to me about Tokyo. There is a schedule. There is no subway, a subway schedule. schedule. Yes, there they is. don't have a schedule. They have a. Like they know when the train's going to arrive. Now you could have an app or whatever. Yes, and the app will tell when, you, and it's three minutes, seven right, minutes. Yeah, it's within the minute. They've been pretty good. No, the app During is always during rush good. hour. It's it's like every every two minutes, every two or three minutes. Yeah, it you is good. I have to say, it's it very is, good. It is a good. But you know what's not good about it is the crime that's going on. Oh, you don't like getting thrown on the tracks but on the pe- subway. But people I know, people yeah, I yes. know, are getting beaten up and thrown onto the tracks. It's crazy. It's terrifying. Yes. It's like, could you imagine, like you're listening to a story, it's like, oh, you know your friend so-and-so? Yeah, he was, somebody just randomly punched him in the face and threw him on the tracks, just like that. So what do you do when you go on the subway? How do you How do you stay safe? I don't go. I don't go. I did, I have to go for some short hops, I'm not going to lie, but I put a cap. Oh, I never, no, I'm not a cap Jew. You're not a cap Jew? No. I'm a cap Jew. I'm not. I'm a cap Jew in New York City. I've never. mentioned it on the cast before. I, I like, I, and I never was. Airports, you know, like people are like, they have to dive in so they like, they make believe they're talking on their phone, you know? So <laughs> yes, they won't. I like, do that. So, <laughs> it's so, Fact it's, check it's, true. It's so dumb. <laughs> I do it. I just dive in. I don't, I, I don't care. No. Like what? I put the phone on my ear. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to get, I don't know. I don't want to get stared at and whatever. I don't know. Do you just, like this social phobia? Like, yeah. what do you have? Like, yeah, these social problems? Jew phobia. Really? Yeah, I don't I, I just stand I and I dive in. And I if was, people look, let them look. I'll put my tefillin on right in the airport. I don't care. I was knocked three times in the city, knocked down while I was wearing a yarmulke. And yeah, I don't, Book. I wear uh, a cap. It also how you carry yourself, bro. Okay, teach I mean, me. <laughs> teach me, sense. These things cannot be taught. <laughs> they are passed from father to son. And that's it. But on that note, I don't know if you saw the uh, the debate between Zeldin and Hochul, where Zeldin specifically brought up crime on, in New York on. City. We're talking about the governor race, right? Yes. Okay, so let it be clear so that people understand what in the world you're talking sorry, about. Sorry, sorry. Again, it's... Yes, you're a, we are a worldwide podcast. Right. The governor's race in New York, it's a Republican against a Democrat. And, and it's New getting York, national attention. Yes. New York, because New York, it was supposed to be a shoo-in for a Democrat. New York is a very blue state, which means it's a very Democrat state. And Zeldin, if you looked at the betting odds on him, he, he they were giving like Slim 100 to, to 1. Right. Then it became 10 to 1, and it's slowly closing... And now th- they're considering this race neck and neck, neck and neck. Yeah, and so and they debated. Wait, a new poll came out where he's actually ahead. Yes, yes, but it was it was one poll. 
you know, I mean, he's he has it, a real chance. That's he, the he has the a real point. chance. Yes, and where usually before they said not, he did right. not. Right. Yeah. And it, historically, Republicans don't really have a chance in New York, but New York seems to need a lot of fixing. Yes. So people are not happy. And he's been running on crime. That's been his main focus. I think he's an ex something to do with the cops. I don't remember exactly, but um, he debated Hochul. And I heard he was fire. He was great. I want to play you this particular clip. My opponent thinks that right now there's a polio emergency going on, but there's not a crime emergency. Different priorities that I'm hearing from people right now, they're not being represented from this this governor who still to this moment, we're at what are we halfway through the debate? She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay. Anyone who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. You- I don't really have the wherewithal to like watch gubernatorial. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Is you it? got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. I don't really have the wherewithal to watch gubernatorial debates, but... It's but just me that likes to do these yeah, things. I get the popcorn. Yeah, I can't And do I'm it. like, oh, yeah. But the truth is, this was probably would have been more interesting than most. But again, he's just all about crime. And, and that's speaking to people. Right. And, but the crazy part is Hochul, Hochul's response is, why do you care about that so much? I, I think that's her problem. Her problem yes. is that she's yes. paying zero attention exactly. to what's going on. Like, and we're having like real... Yeah, we we're scared to take the, tr- yes. the subway. New I York am is afraid. scared of the streets. Yes. We're scared of the subways. There's no they have they have the, the bail reform where they arrest people and they just let them go. Catch it's, and release. It's crazy. It's, it's bananas. It's crazy. And then they go, wait, it's it's like if you saw that it was working and people were like, Oh, they let me out. I'm gonna behave. That doesn't happen. No. They just go on to commit the same In fact, last year there was a, a woman, I believe, uh that had assaulted Jews. Like like five times in a single day, she kept getting caught, arrested, released. She assaulted another Jew. She got out, released, assaulted another Jew. I mean, it's not funny. <laughs> Why are you laughing? But because, because, <laughs> because I'm just trying to picture it in myself. Like, they let me out again. <laughs> <laughs> let me get another. But, but, but I think it's just speaking to people because logically it doesn't make sense. Everybody understands logically that if somebody is is, an, is, a, is a danger to society, you have to take them off the street, and that's speaking to everybody. And I think that's why he has a really good shot. Yeah. And speaking of debates, as I said, I like to gubernatorial debate and chill. That's my evening. Oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> Did you see the... Uh, well, you see, at least you see the clips, right? I mean, you, you, you see the highlight, yeah, yeah, yeah. The highlight I see, reel? I see some. Okay. I, I see now and again. Which okay. one do you want to talk about now? I want to talk about Fetterman and Oz. Oh, that was painful. Okay, so let's let's just give everyone the update on that. The backdrop. So, give them yes. the backdrop. So the gubernatorial race in Pennsylvania. First so, of all, it's Dr. Oz, for crying yes. out loud. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm surprised he's not trying to sell uh, like acai berries. Oh, give him time. If oh. he wins, he's going to sell. <laughs> I, Dr. Oz, will sell you. But all I can think of is just infomercials with Dr. Oz. That's all I can think of. He wants to sell you some natural weight loss remedy, which might be good for you, bro. (laughs) Yes, we'll get to that. After the holidays. We'll talk about the weight loss. But um, so this is Pennsylvania. It was also supposed to be an easy win for Democrats. And they didn't really give Dr. Oz, you know, great chances. He wasn't like Zeldin. He had better chances than Zeldin, but well, also because not he's great. also a national celebrity. I mean, he has yes. really household recognition, name yes. recognition. Yes, but um, Fetterman, as you know, had a stroke. This recently. is bizarre. The Fetterman situation well, hold is on, absolutely hold on. Let's give the background. bizarre. Fetterman had a stroke. 
he has not totally recovered. How old is he, by the way? Any clue? He's young. Yeah, I think he's in his 50s. So he's in his 50s, poor guy had a, a real stroke. Yes, he, ha- he had a stroke. We wish him well. You know, nobody, you know, we don't want anyone to be sick or, or to be suffering. Anyway, because of his stroke, he has an impairment. Yes. He cannot necessarily understand or is it speak? Yeah, he has a like, processing and speech, an auditory and a processing problem. And when he speaks to people, they have to use a captioning device so that he could read it, so that he could converse with them. This is, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> no. Does, does this so mean, what? Is he understanding, when someone talks to him and no. says, hello, John, is he understanding that? No. So how so does how he- could he be a senator? No, no. How does he, un- so, so he needs an intermediary device yes. to understand what you just said to him. You're an ableist. You're an ableist? No, no, no. No abling. You're no, an ableist. No, no racism. <laughs> No, no bigotry. I just need to understand what the process is. So he can't understand you at face value. He needs right. an intermediary device yes. to understand what you just said. And then he reads a response? Like, how does he formulate he, what he, he wants tries to say? To. He tries to formulate a response, but that doesn't always work out great. And I'm going to show you but that But wait, when he formulates a response in his mind, that gets translated to a computer. No. No, and no, then no. he reads it. No, no. He so what's he it. reading for? He's reading to understand your question because when you speak to but him- But he's reading his responses and no, they're not coming out proper. No. Watch the clip. Here it is. You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. I'm- also having to talk about something called the Oz rule, that if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together but it knocked me down but i'm going to keep coming back up i watched that clip and my heart hurts me because he's yeah. clearly struggling yes, yes and it hurts to see i mean he started it all he started thought, the night off by saying good night everybody and everyone's like what right which is not the norm you know we had a nurse to take care of the baby one time and she would answer the phone whenever it rang so she would pick up the phone like if it was the morning she would say hello good morning and then at night, she would go, hello, good night. <laughs> and like that was her greeting. But Right. For someone whose native language is not English, I understand it. But for someone whose native language is English, you don't, you don't say good night when you're at a debate. No, it's, it's he's, clear, he's clearly struggling and it's sad to see. Yes. But you know, when you have to talk about if he's fit for an office, I, I, I don't see how that's even a debate. I don't even see how that's even a possibility, because I thought I th- it looked to me like he's reading, like it, and so, he's not reading it correctly. Right. So it could be that he was reading the opening remarks, but during the debate he can't read. He has to respond, you know. So he has to come up with it. It's not like he can talk. It's going to transcribe it, and then he's going to read it. Like right? Maybe it's he, impossible. Maybe it's transcribing his thoughts. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> too far ahead of my time. <laughs> this is not uh, Star Wars, you know, Star Trek, uh, one of those. And their campaign, by the way, after, I mean, it was such a, 
we, nobody understands why they allowed him to do this debate. I think it's called aphasia, by the way. What he has is called aphasia. That's one of the things. Why did they let? Why did his team let him do this? They knew what he was going to do. But there's no other way for him to win. You can't not debate the other candidate. Of course you can. That's what's happening in uh, what is it, Arizona with Carrie Lake, who another Republican who's been challenging Katie Hobbs for the governor governor's office uh, has challenged her repeatedly to debate, and she will not debate her. Who's who's saying no? The Democrat Katie Hobbs. Why? I think because Carrie Lake. She's a firebrand. She's a firebrand, and she's also an ex-TV personality. She's really good she's a on whip. television. Yeah, right. yeah. I wouldn't debate her. Right. No way. What are you crazy? I'll do it. I will do it. <laughs> Go. I will nominate you to, to stand in for Katie Hobbs. Bottom line, I don't think he's fit for office, and I think people are going to see that straight away. So it's hard to say he's not fit for office when we have these clips of the president almost on a daily basis at this point. And, you know, it's really hard to say that. Again, but he's in. He's already okay. in. And so, wait, so, he didn't debate anybody because of COVID. No, he debated. He debated. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, he debated. So it, speaking of our president, he, I'm just going to play you two of the clips that came out this week. Here's number one. Happy birthday, our great president. Uh, we know uh, your mom's always with you. That's Joe Biden saying happy birthday to a great president. Happy birthday. Kamala Harris, once again, calling her the president. And if that wasn't enough for you, here's another clip for you. And uh, this was in an interview where he was asked if he intends to run for president in 2024. Here's what he said. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that... uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important. I ha- that was bizarre. Bizarre. That's crazy. That's because it looked like he fell asleep a little bit, <laughs> and he says, "Mr. President." He's like, <laughs> "Did he fall asleep?" Because at first he's like nodding. He's like, "Yeah, yeah," she agrees. But then it's like silence. Yeah, exactly. Very so weird. If you, it's like you say, Fetterman can't be governor. Well, Biden is president, right? Right, but no, come on. It's two completely different situations. I'm not Fetterman so sure. Fetterman is a young man. I could argue Ostensibly. That, I could argue that Fetterman's brain is working at peak performance, and he just has a slight communication problem. Biden, you could argue that he's not even processing what's going on. His No, his, but you, I think you're taking it to the extreme. I think he does have hiccups. It happens. He's not the best communicator to start he with. He can't walk off a stage. Every time he's on a stage, he can't get off. Listen. <laughs> That's not- He's a grandfather. He's just an older person. This is no. the norm. No, no, no. He's also not campaigning. None of the Democrats. He's not campaigning for any of them. They don't want him. Yeah, you know, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. They br- they're bringing in Obama. Obama is visiting. He's going on a like a five or six state tour for the midterm elections to rally for the midterm elections to rally for the Democrats because they don't know what else to do. It's not Biden. It's Obama. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Okay, let's move on to the rest of the world. I had enough of U.S. politics. Do it. So Russia has a new narrative in the war in Ukraine. It is no longer a denazification. It's a de-Satanization. Really? Yeah. And I think that's a much better... They should have started with that, right? De-Satanization. It's for their people. Yeah. So that they could just win over their own population. Yeah, and and Putin is saying that he's going to save the world from the Nazification. 
I mean, I'm sorry, from the Satanization. Right. And uh, yeah, and they're they're showing these videos of like priests on the battlefield and they're baptizing soldiers. And it's, he's basically saying that, you know, he's a religious man and the West should learn from him, Putin is saying, because the, the West is, you know, godless and he is a man of faith, even though he murders people this on is a regular like, basis. This is a desperate attempt just to win over his own... His own country. Yeah, well, people are... They, they said that the Russian front now has two fronts. They have the people, the soldiers that are battling. Then they have a second group of soldiers to shoot anyone who tries to desert. That's how bad things are going. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad on the Russian front. And a more interesting story that I saw around the world, there is a Belgian nonprofit organization that is training rats to rescue people who are victims from earthquakes. Okay, I mean, there should at least some <laughs> good okay. should come out of rats. <laughs> oh dear, is that a real picture? It's a real picture. So it's a little rat wearing with, a like, backpack with a little backpack. Yeah, a little backpack. Huh. So the idea is like this: they train the rats. A person is trapped in the rubble. Right, it's really hard to get to them. You don't know who's alive. Remember, it happened in Florida when the building collapsed. Yes, they didn't know who was who was alive. Surfside. They tell you to to keep a a beat. You know, don't scream because it's going to waste your energy. Just tap on something. There's all kinds of things that you're supposed to do if you are in the rubble. In an earthquake, it's a big, big problem. Now, rats, they realized, are intelligent. They could be trained. And you could send these rats into the rubble to go search for people who are trapped in the rubble. Okay. So I'm looking at a rat with a backpack? Yes. And how does this work? How is this going to save people? So the rat is wearing a little backpack. He finds the person. He has like a tracking device on him. There's a little camera on there so uh, they can see what's going on. Interesting. Right. But imagine, I was just thinking, imagine, God forbid, you're trapped, not you, right? Someone is trapped in the rubble and you're trapped there. You don't know if you're going to be there for hours or days. You don't know if anyone's coming. You may be completely immobile, right? And you're, you're, you're afraid for your life and you're hoping and praying that someone finds you. And you start to hear noises and you go, oh. <gasps> They, they're coming for me. They're coming for me. <laughs> and then you see this giant rat comes in. Yeah, not the best look. What Look what they sent to me. <laughs> I'm not coming with you. <laughs> this is great for places like, you know, India, the third world countries where there's not a tremendous infrastructure. And like an earthquake comes and it does tremendous damage. And like... I feel like, like they might be used to that in India. Is that like like earthquakes are on the daily? No, I don't know. But I'm it's not like it's sure. Much more frequent than anywhere else. Sure. Raj, they're coming for us, right? <laughs> they're coming for us, and then all of a sudden, like a all rat. All of a sudden, a rat a comes. Rat. Oh no! Oh no! Maybe we eat it. <laughs> but wait, he has a backpack. <laughs> what is this little friend? They call them hero rats, by the way. Hero rats. That's hero crazy. Rats. So yeah. Y- y- you thought you saw it all, but you did not. But you know what? Even in Florida, we saw when that terrible, terrible earthquake happened in Florida. Not earthquake. I'm sorry. When they, the, the building, building collapsed on Surfside. Yes. They, they had, were there for days. Yeah. They couldn't. And they, and they used dogs. Yeah. They couldn't. They, they had no way to get to the people in the rubble. And the rats are far more agile, versatile. <laughs> they can, yeah. You know, they can squeeze into spaces that you can't even imagine. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So uh, in other world news, there was a Senate report that came out that says that the C word, well, of course, we're not going to say the name of the disease once again, the virus. I think like at this point you're okay. Say it? I think you're good. Okay. They said that COVID most likely probably did come from a lab leak in Wuhan. Oh, gee. <laughs> you think? I think. And it reminded me of that John Stewart clip. I think we should play it. 
even though it's it's uh, I think it's over a year old, but it's it's a good clip. So I, I think we should play it. What do you think? Go for it. Suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so, and that's kind of. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. Not, listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I wouldn't I'll, do that. I'll to you. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm so what, what do you? Takes, but what do you? What, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so perhaps there's, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A chance. Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear. It. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease <laughs> is the same name as the lab. That's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name I, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the... Coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what about this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a s- steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the f- chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. <laughs> He's got a great point. It's great. It's great. I don't know why it took them so long to... Come out and say what confess, we've all known. To confess. Yes, to confess that which we all knew from the very beginning. And speaking about coronavirus, the there was a uh, the New York Supreme Court has now ordered the city to rehire all the workers that were fired because we spoke about this in the last episode. Dude, this was great, by the way. Yeah. And they're getting back pay. Yes. To so they rehire sat home. everybody who be fired. And pay them back for all the lost wages for the people. And we mentioned this in the last... Wait, think about that a second. They've been sitting home maybe for the last two years, Yeah. right? And they're just going to get this windfall of money? Because I'm sure some of them found other jobs. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're paying for it. We're the taxpayers. Well, either way. I'm saying if you're the federal worker or you're the city worker and you're getting back pay for two years... That's sweet. It's nice. That it's is nice. nice. It's nice. You get your job. You get the back pay. You get pay. your job. Right. The back pay, that that windfall of money, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's wild. It's wild stuff. In other animal news, by the way, a uh, Washington State woman was attacked by a bear outside her home, and she actually lived to tell the tale because she punched him in the face. I did see. I saw a video. I don't know if it's the same video, because somebody was messing around with a bear, and it, it the bear like attacked and he did i guess he did he i think he kicked it in the face did you see it no i didn't see that but i think this is different i mean this is a woman so uh, you know it's a, it's a little more shocking 
she punched the bear in the face and she, well, she got again, away. When you're trying to just survive, right? Doesn't matter what you are, you just want to survive. Wait, I seem to remember somebody saying <laughs> that that's a good way <laughs> to survive. Wait, let me let me see. I believe episode 21. Let me hear this. What about I'm afraid of every living creature including cockroaches. What about a dog? I'm definitely afraid of cockroaches. What about a dog? If you no. face afraid Go. Really? You yeah, can't, you won't. Anything you throw at me, I'm going to say You're going to run if a dog, if it's just you and a dog? Listen to me. I always feel like you could just kick them in the face. Yeah, what if it's a big dog? What if it's, it's a German Shepherd? Yeah, you kick him in the face. Yeah, what if it's a pit bull? You kick it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Same plan. You're every not that time. complex. <laughs> <laughs> That's episode 29. I, maybe she's a listener. Well, the title of the episode is How to Survive a Grizzly, grizzly Bear Attack. attack. Yes. So she definitely is listening Isn't to the that podcast. Amazing? But wait, what happened? Did she survive? She survived, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's she's injured, obviously. She has, you know, a lot of stitches and a lot of... Really? So the guy really got her. Yeah, he got her. He got her, but she But she's lucky to be alive. Yes. Because she punched it in the face. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's she didn't get him. She punched him yet, but yeah. You know how they say play dead? Don't play dead. We, we spoke <laughs> about this. Don't play dead. Punch him in the face. No, but there's some validity to playing dead. No, no I don't think so. I guess it'll just eat you. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's an easy meal. <laughs> And in another related animal story, there was a woman in Indonesia, uh, a grandmother actually. She was only 54 years old, but she was a grandmother. And she went uh, into like the forest near her house to go, I don't know, pick berries or something. And she vanished. And nobody knew where she went. And her husband went looking for her. They They were probably like, Grandma has had enough. She's (laughs) had it. She's just never coming back. (laughs) They found a 22-foot python with a giant bulge. Oy. Oh, yes. Grandma was inside the python. Wait, please tell me. You know what would be great? If Here's she survives. Did Here's she survive? She did not survive. 54-year-old uh. Jera did not come home after collecting rubber from in Indonesia. As per the police, a search started after the victim identified as 54-year-old Jera did not come home after collecting rubber from a plantation in the Jambi region. According to the Jambi police chief, the victim's husband searched the entire area. He only found her sandals, scarf, jacket and the knife. The next day, the husband along with his search party came across a giant snake with a swollen midsection. It is being assumed that Python might have bit Jara and then wrapped itself around her before swallowing her. It would have taken at least two hours for the snake to devour the woman. So there's, there's a lot to unpack there, by the way. So first of all, the snake didn't eat her sandals, her shirt. I forgot what he said, a few things. Like, how did that ha- How did that work? I don't, this is did so Did the snake crazy. talk and tell her to take him off first so he could swallow her? How did this work? I I've just been reading too it much gracious. Like, almost like she, it's like she's prepared. Yeah. It was like she just accepted her fate and she just said, you know what? You're not going to enjoy the sandals. No, but you know what the craziest thing is that they said it would have taken the python two hours to swallow but her. But he would have killed her first. How do you know? Because that's what he said. Oh, he did he? The clip said, no, said maybe, maybe he wrapped himself around Not her. maybe. Maybe. Probably, they don't know. Listen, they listen. don't know. She may have been <laughs> halfway swallowed. Help! Help, Python! And the guy's just... And he's just slowly... This is very, very dark. It's dark. <laughs> very dark. And you're singing dark. songs. <laughs> it's dark, but I'm imagining this Python slowly working his way 
you know, you have to devouring assume, listen, this I don't woman. think that that could happen. I think what happened was she got bit by a snake. The snake probably wrapped itself around her. She was definitely not alive when she was being swallowed. I, I really hope so because the the the, the alternative agony? the alternative is scary. And all this because they noticed the snake with a big belly. Huge bulge, yeah. Right, big bulge. <laughs> Huge. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. We're not, one second. We're not laughing at this horrible thing. No. We're laughing at the incongruity. At the insanity. Yes. Just the just insanity crazy. of all of it. It's crazy. But yes, they noticed the big giant bulge and they were like, maybe that's grandma. Speaking of big giant bulges, take it away. <laughs> I think... Are you are you referring to Fat Torah? You know I'm referring to Fat Torah. <laughs> okay, there is a new support group that I've joined recently. No, I haven't joined it. <laughs> it's called Fat Torah, and uh, their their mission statement is smashing the idolatry of fat phobia and leading ourselves from narrowness to freedom. So I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> well, what is it? On the one hand, look. So they want to end weight stigma in Jewish communal life. In other words, fat is beautiful. So first of all, I didn't realize that there was such a stigma in the Jewish world. Oh, come on. In the Jewish world, you would say it's different than uh, in, in yeah. normal society? Yes, Why? absolutely. Because Where do you get that from? Well, look at the Shidduch world, right? Just in the Shidduch world alone, you telling me that doesn't it doesn't play a major role? Yes. Okay, thank you. I mean, do, you can't argue with that. Do we need to explain it? Do no, we, need we don't to need to elaborate the picture? there. Okay. But, so yes, in it every plays a major other, role. In every other part of life, like I just feel like weight is not even, it's not relevant. How is it relevant? And, and, and Look in at the Jewish celebrity life, world. Look just at, in, again, Jewish life. This is saying we want to end fat phobia in the Jewish world. Where, where does that exist? The, yes, like you brought up shaming, Shidduchim, like fat shaming, but that's and that's that's that a global issue or whatever, at least a national issue, right? Because America is the most obese country in the world. So that's an American issue. It's it's not specific to the Jewish world, right? They're not saying that. They're saying. That's what they're saying. We no. want to end it in the Jewish community. Right, right, right. They're saying it's a problem in the world. And in the world, you know, there's a lot of this, you know, fat enabling. Acceptance. Acceptance, et cetera. They're saying now we need to bring that into the Jewish world and accept, accept it. it in the Jewish world. And that's a double-edged sword, if you ask me. Because on the one hand, look, people should be accepted for whoever or whatever. And, you know, not everybody's always in control, right? Right. Meaning... People have there's genetics and people have predispositions and you can't control the way you look necessarily all the time. Thank you. So, Thank you. <laughs> it does make me feel so, better. But but the point is is that is it also enabling people to say, Okay, I don't care about what I look like anymore, I'm accepted either way. Let me just live this unhealthy lifestyle and get fat. Right. So you know Joe Rogan got into a lot of trouble because he constantly was talking about this, especially during COVID, because we know it adversely affected obese people. And he said by accepting it, you're accepting an unhealthy lifestyle. Which is not untrue. Right. Right. 100%. You know, you have to strive to be the healthiest you that you can be. A hundred percent. So it's it's it has to be somewhere in the middle. It's a fine line. It's like you got to stay on the fence on this one. You have to accept people that are, but you can't accept it for yourself. Right. I think that's like that sounds like a good compromise. You have to accept people. You can never shame somebody for the way they are. But Agreed. at the same time, you don't have to accept that for yourself. Right. 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 Exactly. You have to have both things can be better true. goals and higher. 
So I believe it's uh, coming out from the Reform community. Uh, Rabbi Minna Bromberg, PhD, is the founder and president. And uh, yeah, I think I'm signing up. You know, I haven't been able to get rid of my COVID weight. Yeah, I do. You've mentioned it and several times. So yes. you talk about actually. So wait, I actually wanted to mention something. I was very excited. A story popped up in my feed and something coming out of the University of Houston. And it's going to be hard to describe. So it would be a lot easier if you see the video, but you can only see the video if you come into our WhatsApp group and you can only join our WhatsApp group if you check our website, Kiddush Club Podcast. Yeah, to the drop-down menu, you'll just see join our WhatsApp group. And just so people know, I like we put it in we put the videos on roughly 24 hours after we release the podcast. So if you join after that, like if you wait 3 days and then join, you're not going to see the videos from the last. But right. you'll see them on the next one. Right, right. You know, cuz there's no you can't see the past Kickle when backwards, you join. Right? A WhatsApp group. So the University of Houston, these two scientists came up with this uh, research that shows this muscle. Let's say it's the back of the uh, shin. Let's say the, below the knee, between the knee and the foot, the muscle that's behind your knee, right? Going the calves. Down. I guess it's the calves. or I Calf think muscle. Is that the calf muscle? Well, it's the soleus muscle, I believe, because they call it the soleus push-up. And what they're saying is, is that by doing this thing, the soleus push-up, you could increase your metabolism tremendous amounts because this muscle has an outsized amount of effect on your body's metabolism. So you know like when you do any type of exercise on your muscles, right? Any strain you put on the muscles causes you to burn calories. Yes. So doing this simple exercise that you could do when you're sitting down will have an outsized effect for your health. This sounds like a Dr. Oz scam. <laughs> You know what it's I'm the University what, of Houston. What do I care? University of Houston. You tell me they're making it up. I don't know. It just doesn't sound. It's right. real. You know, you I started doing sense. it, bro. I'm doing this latest push-up. Apparently, every it's not day. working. So I'll tell. I'll tell well, the listeners how to do it. Can you teach me how to do this? Yes. You sit. You sit. You put your back straight. You put your feet on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Then you lift your heel up all the way, and then you drop it back down. That's and, it. And, and this is the magic. This is it. You're gonna get. You're just gonna get you're gonna ripped. Get ripped. <laughs> From doing this. Just by doing this. Can I want to actually see how to do this. Do it. I, I've been doing it at my desk. Under the table, go. That don't make that face. Don't I'm make that face. face. When I am face. ripped, we'll see what well, kind you're of face. Flexing the calves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a. I don't know if you call it flexing. Yeah, I'm doing some sort of exercise you're, on, you're, on you're, that you're muscle. You're going onto your tippy toes, basically. Yes. So basically, while, just while you're sitting. Yeah. Why it has to be sitting? Be, I don't know. That's what they said. I, I am I part of the University of Houston research team? I'm not. If I were. I would know a lot more about it. You're espousing this theory as fact, yes, and I don't and approve. and I'm doing it every day now. Do it. Good I luck. do it, especially Let's when I'm see. sitting at my desk. What, what else am I going to do? Next episode, I'm going to expect 10 pounds off. <laughs> but speaking of getting ripped, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, someone tweeted at Elon Musk, and they said, hey, Elon Musk, what's your secret? You wait, look- wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you because we didn't say that Elon Musk officially owns Twitter. Oh, yes. Thank you. He is the chief twit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> self Self-titled chief twit. Yes, and he showed up with a sink in his hands to Twitter headquarters. Just so that he could say, let it sink in? Yes. Let that sink in? Exactly. Just for the pun. Yeah. It was, yeah. You got to gotta respect it. But I I will say that it seems like his intentions are noble. Possibly. Yeah. He's not looking to to make more money necessarily. And yes, we have yet to see what he's going to do with it. Maybe he's this mad genius that's just trying to wreck the world, but it doesn't seem that way. Does not. So this uh, this woman tweeted at Elon Musk, and she said, what's your secret? You look awesome, fit, ripped, and healthy. Lifting weights, eating healthy, 
And he replied, fasting. fasting. I saw that. But then he replied again and, and said, and Wagovi. But what is Wagovi? So Wagovi and Ozempic, these are diabetes drugs that everyone is taking. Really? Yeah, I know. I Personally, I know at least 10 people. Taking diabetic drugs? Yes. To, do, to lose weight? Because these diabetic drugs, one of the side effects is it causes you to lose weight. It, it completely makes you not interested in food. So like... You see a slice so of pizza. It's not and you're a like, chemical amazing. item. Wait, you eat the pe- You eat a p- two bites, and you're like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done. So it thinks it makes you think you're full. Not just full. You're just not interested. You well, just fall out of food. Yeah, you fall out. So it's not working chemically, burning anything inside your body, like right. burning calories or anything. Right. It just that, makes you uninterested in food. Yes. Okay. So everyone is taking it. The whole Hollywood's taking it. But I know tons of Wait. Jews who are taking it. Really. And I. Full disclosure, I called my doctor and said, Doc, you got to prescribe me Ozempic. Some Wigovi? Oh, Ozempic. And he said, why? I explained, I want to lose weight, whatever. And he's like, did you try exercise? I'm like, no. <laughs> did you try <laughs> altering your diet? No. He's like, I'm not prescribing it to you. Really? I begged him. I begged him. He would not prescribe it. And I know so many people who, who have the so prescription. So wait, you answered all the questions wrong. I have an ethical doctor. Why do I have an ethical no, doctor? No, no, you should have just said, I'm trying everything. I've been trying everything, Doc. I can't get a single ounce off, and I've been exercising. I'm eating only Brussels sprouts. Then he would have given it to you. You think if I call him back and say it and be like, I tried it. You got a doctor shop now. I got a doctor shop. (laughs) Better than rabbi shopping. Uh, No, it really isn't. No? No, it's the same. I feel like it's appropriate to end this episode by just saying, speak to your doctor to see if Ozempic is right for you. Is that the name of it? Is that yeah. the right name? Yeah, was epic. You got it. So I think that's a wrap. Take it away. Thank you to all our listeners. Of course, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it with your friends and family. Drop it into a WhatsApp chat. And speaking of WhatsApp chats, now the Kiddush Club has a WhatsApp group. That is the place that we drop all the videos that we discuss on the podcast so you can actually see what we're talking about You can join the WhatsApp group by visiting our website, www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. In the drop-down menu, you will see join our WhatsApp group. Click that, and you'll go straight to the WhatsApp group. I think we'll also put it in the show notes on this episode. Of course, you can always send us an email. We're at hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at kiddishclubcast. Follow us on Instagram at kiddishclubpodcast. Be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice, Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Say something nice. And Kiddish Club, out. I'll tell you who they're not going to buy from. I'll tell you who. Oh, that was a great tweet. That's also sounded very fake. And the, the eyes you're giving me. So in this tweet, you see a woman... A picture of a woman. In, in this tweet, you see a picture of a from woman in a shape. I want to find the right word. What's the right word? Disarming? No. Ambivalent? Is that a word? Yeah, but what it's that not, word? What does it mean? It's like I'm ambivalent. You like this? I'm ambivalent. But No. Okay. Next word. Where's it? Just not threatening. Not threatening. Don't kill <clears throat> the flow. We have to flow. Where, 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 where are we? We must assassinate. I just said it. Say it again.
But you didn't say it loud enough. Again, you're talking <clears> low <throat> when you go back on the mic. Because I'm talking to you. I'm but finally you, okay, talking to you. But you have to talk louder. You always tell me, talk louder. <laughs> this woman teetered. Teetered? Of course, you can always leave us an email. No. I love doing it. Can you be in charge of this now, from now on? You want me to? Because you know I will. I know you will. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.